to be rich toward God. That's surely the goal of our Christian life, but what does that mean? What does that look like to be rich toward God? In the parable that Jesus sets before us tonight, the land of a rich man brought forth plentifully what to do with the bumper crop. I encourage you to take the bulletin home with you and later on tonight or throughout this week, read the gospel passage again and look at how many times the man says, I will, I will do this, I will pull down, I will say, I will store. It's a remarkably self-referential conversation. Now, one of the classical ways to describe a life not lived richly toward God is summed up in a Latin phrase, in curvatus in se, in curvatus in se, to be turned inward on oneself, to be curved in on oneself. And I think that's a pretty good description of the greed that Jesus tells us to be on guard to avoid. A Godward turn would lift our heads and have us uh, look up, look out, look around. It would change the direction of our conversation. Instead of talking to ourselves, curved in on ourselves as if we're the only point of reference, we might say, Almighty God, giver of life, creator of all things, you have shown us the brilliance of your love and the life, death, and resurrection of your word made flesh. Let your will be done in me. Teach me how to share my gifts and possessions for the sake of others in the way that you share your love with all people. Open my heart and my soul to receive your grace that flows downward from heaven at all times and in all places. Teach me to know that the bellies of the poor are safer storehouses than a larger barn for myself. If I build larger barns, let them be for the sake of those who need help and care. I cannot do this turned in on myself. I need you to loosen my clenched fist. Open my heart to receive your gift of life and salvation so that I can open my hands to serve others with the kind of love I receive from you. So if we have a bumper crop or if we have sufficient possessions, we'll need to be constantly praying. We'll need to be constantly in conversation with God discerning how God is calling us to share our possessions, share our gifts for the sake of others. And it's helpful or it's good to remember that as Americans, many of us here tonight are wealthy in comparison to most of the world. And you know, we can say that tonight in this place without forgetting that too many do not share in the great wealth of this country. A recent survey tells us that the average American estimates individual median income around the world to be $20,000. That's what the average American thinks the median income is, 
around the world. In fact, it is about a tenth of that. It's $2,100, annual median income. So many of us sit within the top 10% of wealth in the world. Which is to say, we have to be wise and discerning about how we're living richly toward God and not merely serving our possessions, let alone worshiping our possessions. And I think here is how we start. If we want to see what it looks like to live richly toward God, to share our possessions, we first look to Jesus. His humanity shows us an unbroken relationship with the Father. His life is one turned perfectly in the Godward direction. So we look to him first. And then we can look to the friends of Jesus across time, the saints who show us what life looks like when it is consistently referred to God. I've been reading the diaries recently of a New York City saint. New York City can create saints, that's good news, right? This is Dorothy Day. We know that her solidarity with the poor was exemplary, extraordinary. And I've been struck by how she kept this going throughout her life with all of the challenges, with all of the grief and the failures and the sense of you know, not making a, a dent. Her diary suggests that she was able to keep going because she constantly made the Godward turn. She referred her life to God through her religious commitments. Daily, she would spend time in the Bible, reading the Bible, the Psalms, the Epistles, the Gospels, staying close to Jesus, making him the reference point for her life and for her labor. Nearly every day she would go to Mass, to the Holy Eucharist. She routinely prayed the daily office, morning and evening prayer. So scripture and worship were the foundation. They were the foundation that kept her leaning on the sacred heart of Jesus. And it was there that she learned what it looks like to be rich toward God. And she became what she saw. She wrote this in her journal. Love and ever more love is the only solution to every problem that comes up. And that is what we receive tonight in word and in sacrament, love and ever more love. Pray tonight that Christ will give us strength and give us courage to live a life rich toward God.